drop the date already. December 30th, 2018. We are, we've already passed the date that everybody died in I Am Legend, but moving on. What? The I Am Legend movie opens up on the news and she's like, yeah, we cured cancer. Remember that? And everybody dies in like 2013. That movie sold now. It was okay. uh, it was one of the most interesting uh, openings of that time. I it saw was that weird, movie. Right? I saw that movie um, twice in theaters. Me too. And weird. Um, my mom did too. I took her, and then she took uh Dang. She took her boyfriend while I was sleeping. I'm like, I could have seen it a third time. Like they just dipped. Yeah. The whole reason I Super saw it the second cool. time was because of Frank, the doll, on the road where you see his head turn. I was convinced his head turned in the movie. Yeah. The movie no, theater. it totally did. But it's a mannequin, so like I'm like. Well, I think after you've been alone for so long, you start, it, to, see you start to see motion, especially like, I don't know, looking at some kind of. Right. Especially when you didn't expect to see him there. Well, not only that, like you'll find faces like on you know if you look at a wall and you're like, okay, that kind of looks like a face or something. Do you? That's just you, buddy. Hmm. This is the bracket, a podcast about our sixty-four favorite movies. We have them battle it out to see which movie will reign supreme. We banter, we bicker, we battle Star Galactica someday, we'll all say it together. On today's show, we have Rich and Francisco, and our producer, who must not be named, follow us at Bracket Podcast. This week's current events, December 30th, we have Bird Box movie reviews, we have Bandersnatch video game movie review, uh, Outlaw King movie review, Aquaman and Bumblebee reviews, and a bunch of other nonsense, like I started watching Lord of the Rings again because I like to punish myself. Football playoffs start next week. Uh, the Us trailer. No Game of Thrones trailer. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Rich. Kevin Spacey trailer-ish. And, and Kevin Spacey potentially going to jail. I hope he comes back to Netflix. And the UFC had some super shocking events, so if I ever get to talk about sports, we'll talk about it there. One day you'll have your own section. I, I, more than two minutes, <laughs> where it just goes dead silent, and I'm like, you yeah. guys saw that? No? Cool. Episode 26. In the blue corner, this movie was released in 2007 from director Francis Lawrence, starring Will Smith as Robert Neville and Alice Braga as Anna, based on the novel by Richard Matheson, weighing in at one hour and, I'm sorry, 101 minutes, I Am Legend. And The Challenger, in the red corner, released in 2004 from director Zack Snyder, starring Sarah Pauly as Anna, Ving Rhames as Kenneth, Jake Weber as Michael, based on the George A. Romero title of the same name, weighing in at one hour, 50 minutes, Dawn of the Dead. So, Francisco, when did you first see I Am Legend? Theaters. Twice, I heard. Yes. Me too. It's a good movie to see in theaters. It is a very good movie. Very emotional. Mm Mm-hmm. When did you see I Am Legend the first time? I saw it in theaters. Wow. But the only reason this why... This one of our only movies we have all seen all theaters. theaters, yeah. Very few that we have. The only reason why I still have a, a very fond memory of this movie was because the first time I went to go see this movie was the very first time I saw the Dark Knight trailer. And this is back when, where I couldn't look up, like I didn't know about YouTube or like you right. know, where to you find it. The How would you look times? up things before YouTube? Does anybody remember? So, the way I did or it... Google? Well, the way I did it was... When the trailer came out, because all my trailer, no one knows. <laughs> the, way, the only way that I knew the new movies were coming out was when I went to the movies to see the trailers mm-hmm. before the movie right. started. But after this, after I saw the Dark Knight trailer in the theater, I went to the actual uh, website, so the Dark Knight dot com or whatever, and they have like download, downloadable posters and like the downloadable trailer. 
So then that's how I, I would watch it. Or if you ever watch an old Disney movie, there's trailers that oh right, that they came, came out of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Yeah, that was a that was a dark time. Yes. Before and then you couldn't skip them too. Remember, like you had to sit through them. Such a nightmare. Like I don't need to see the Pinocchio trailer. Five again. times. Yeah. Yes. And then the extended version too, with the special Blu-ray. Like fuck <laughs> out of here. Um. So it was released in two thousand and seven. Um. What's your initial thoughts on the matchup? I am Legend, Dawn of the Dead. Well, I had never seen Dawn of the Dead completely. And really? I thought I had never seen it until I I, uh, I saw a couple of the scenes where they're communicating with the with, with the whiteboard with the binoculars yeah. and the whiteboard. And I was like, oh, I remember this from yeah. somewhere. So I knew I've seen it at least once before. Mm. But I, I, I liked it. Yeah, for sure. Will Smith as Robert Neville. Uh, was a very good character. Story starts out New York City. Doctor comes out of the news and says we've cured cancer with this virus that kills the cancer cell. So, I guess something like that. It's all um, fast forward three or four years. The whole city's underwater, overrun by nature. Will Smith's hunting for his food, um, and you start to figure out that at nighttime these monsters come out. Mm-hmm. In the novelization, it's very clear that they're that they're vampires, but the movie never actually says vampires or zombies. It just says that they feed on people. Okay. So, the movie never makes it that clear, but either it's zombies or monsters, it doesn't really matter what the monster is. The story's about Robert, ne- Robert Neville trying to find a cure. Mm-hmm. If you're going to describe the movie in five words, how would you do it? If I could describe, I am legend in five words. Survival? Do they have to be a sentence? No. No, they're five words. They're just five words. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know how it's like, describe your year in five words, and it's like, he the is worst the... year ever, like that kind of thing? Uh, Alright, so survival, survival, um, adventure, horror, family, Will Smith. Will, Will Smith. Smith. That's you. fantastic. That's the best. That was the I best think. fifth word. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys see that? I know I'm getting out of, out of whatever we're talking, but, uh, did you see that at one of the memes? Or one of the Twitter memes. We're already on a bird box. I'm sorry. <laughs> Cut it back. <laughs> Never mind. No, say it. Say it. Say it. You're already on it. Um, it was like top five 2019 names, and it was one boy, yeah, two girl, and then everything else was blank. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. Will Smith in I Am Legend, though he uh, he tries to find the cure by by testing his the doctor skills on mice and then eventually by kidnapping the vampire people mm-hmm. and doing tests on them throughout the movie you start to see his cures either work a little bit or completely kill the specimens so there's a lot of scientific nature going on that we can just guess at what they're doing um, but basically his character is trying to find the cure until he realizes that the monsters are smart enough to catch him his animal goes down for him and saves the day but will Sam. smith loses his best friend Will Which Smith, is one of the toughest. It's so rough. Yeah. No pun intended. Uh, he uh, he ends up having to kill his own dog, which you never want to see on screen. Mm-hmm. And uh, he tries to eventually kill himself by just doing a revenge killing when he's saved by Anna and Anna's son. I'm led to believe, and she says that there's a hope in Vermont because the cold is a way to prevent the monsters. But to me. It fucking snows in North, uh, New York City. It should have snowed by now. It mm-hmm. should have kept the virus away, but that's a flaw that we don't have to talk about yet. Right. Um, also, Vermont's a perfect place, because I, I keep forgetting that it's a, a thing. You keep forgetting Vermont is a thing? Yeah. Are you a vampire that's like, oh, there's nothing up there. Exactly. <laughs> it's all trees. and Yeah. That's where I'm going in the zombie, the zombie apocalypse. Vermont? So Vermont. Yeah. I feel like Seattle's way closer. But people know about Seattle. All right, we'll go to Vancouver then. There you go. 
All right, so we're going north either way. Just go to Hawaii. Because they survive better in the heat. And they already said it was airborne, so. Oh. I don't know. Who cares? So anyway, she offers help to move up to Vermont and also suggests that cold is the way to keep the monsters away. So he starts doing his specimens on the vampires. Uses the cold technique to cool the blood to a certain point where the medicine works a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Comes up with the serum, but at that point the vampires have already outsmarted him. Go to his house, start wrecking shit. Will Smith does the ultimate sacrifice. Kills himself to let the girl and the boy live, Anna and her son, but finds the virus in the meantime, the antivirus, and she heads up to Vermont to, uh, I guess, save the world. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, it's a pretty fun movie, definitely uh, rewatchable, but it's for sure one of the best. Even if it's not a zombie movie, um, the vampire horror chase movie. Yeah, I um. I, I liked, yeah, post-apocalyptic movie. It, Definitely the one of the best post-apocalyptic. For movies. sure, and it's just it's it's more focused, mm-hmm. um, and you can see the growth of the characters and, and oh yeah, and way more um, yeah. compared to Dawn of the Dead, where you have seven, nine different characters that you oh, have yeah. to focus on, and then yeah. you know Dawn of the Dead's a, it's, it's it's a video game movie, <laughs> and that's exactly how I was going to describe it too. Yeah. Uh, what do you think the the cast overall was, and how do you feel the cast was in I Am Legend? Sam the dog. Will I mean, Smith. besides Will Smith, uh, right, Will, Smith, Smith and, Will Smith, and that one girl, and Anna, her name is uh, Alice, Alice Braga. Alice Braga, yes. Um, I like them. I don't know about the chemistry between both, um, but I guess if you're the only two people alive, you're you're you know. One of my biggest flaws in the whole movie is their chemistry. Really? I, just, okay. I just didn't. I don't know if it's her. You didn't buy we it. We can move on on that one. I'll I'll get the flaws later. But yeah, I hated their their chemistry together. Um, um, best quotes from the movie I actually always think about this scene is when Robert is uh, on his little drive and he sees the mannequin uh-huh. across the way and he goes what the hell are you doing out here Frank Like that gets me laughing every single time so it's actually like an ongoing joke with me and my friends whenever we're like being assholes we're, what the hell are you doing out here that's funny yeah. so that's why you've been calling me Frank all these years exactly no. um, I, I would say my favorite scene is when um he wakes up and he starts saying um, word by word that Shrek, uh, Shrek movie Yeah, scene. that's so good. One of my favorite scenes. Yeah, that's actually really, really good. Because everybody can do that. Uh-huh. Like, he's he's reciting it, but you're also like, yeah, I know this yeah, scene too. Uh-huh. Who hasn't seen Shrek that's, 8 but, million but times? But for a kid, you know, he's, he was probably pretty young when when that movie was out. So oh, of he, course. he probably doesn't remember the entire movie like that. Yeah, that was a, that's a good movie to quote it too, because mm-hmm. everybody's seen Shrek a million yeah. times. Hell, it's on the bracket, you know what I mean? Um... Any other best quotes we can think of? I guess when he's on the radio, it's not really a quote, but just like his his mantra that he keeps preaching out mm-hmm. there. Um, that's a really good scene. Producer, any quotes we're forgetting? Best moments, I guess, if you will. I was watching this while I was sick, so I, I don't remember where the scene was from. So I was kind of like in and out, but I just remember the quote where he said, God didn't do this, we did. We did. Yeah, that seems pretty rough. He legit like screams at her. Mm-hmm. That's pretty rough. I'll give him that. That was a plane and everything. Yeah. Kind of assholes. Like, you're going to pick it up. It's your house. <laughs> right? That's I was I, saving that that's bacon. That's I, the quote. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of. I was saving that bacon. Uh, right. Best moments in the movie, I'd say definitely um, the the movie scene, the movie theater, or the movie store. You know how we were talking right. about our, starting Movies. our podcast about bringing back movie rental stores? Dawn of the Dead. I mean, uh, I Am Legend does that for us. Fill it up with mannequins. Yeah, just fill it up with mannequins. You have a bunch of friends in there to hang out with. You have one where you have the biggest crush on? For the weirdest reason. Like, I get that he's alone, but, like, dude. You have Sam. It's only three no. years. <laughs> Not okay. 
It's only been three years. It's actually been thirty years where he has like best friends. It's not or like uh, what is that? What is the movie Castaway where he's best friends with the with volleyball? The, at least that's kind of acceptable. <laughs> at least you drew a face on it. <laughs> Any other best moments you had? No, I no no best moments. I mean, the whole movie is kind of its own it, moment. I like him. I like the the scene where Sam goes into the dark building. I think it's a bank or library or something, and Sam runs in there and he goes, "You can't go in the dark," and you chase him, chases him in there, and you literally just have the flashlight for vision. It's such, it's such a, good use of horror. Uh, it's such good suspense building. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once you see the little uh, the deer head around the corner, you think it's the dog at first. You're like, "You motherfuckers killed the dog." That was little, little did we know they killed the dog anyway. You see them all kind of cuddled up, uh, or huddled up, cuddled up, however you were, um, and then. Their escape out the window, that's really cool, because then you start to see, like, how much the sun affects the little vampire creatures, where they start banging their heads on the wall, on the ground. That's pretty rough. But that scene alone, too, when he's kind of, you know, they're locked in eye to eye, and he's basically burning himself mm-hmm. from the sunlight, that mm-hmm. tells you that there's more going on in their brain, and they're not that, that Oh, dumb, yeah. Well, know? did you ever watch the, the uh, deleted ending? I feel like we've had this conversation before, but go on. Not on the bracket. Not on the bracket for sure, but yeah. I feel like you've mentioned this to me before. So in the in the alternative version of the movie, he realizes that the cold is a lot bigger thing when they're on this deleted scene and they're swimming around in the pool and they realize like how much the cold really affects the body, mm-hmm. and um, you start to see the reason why that character, the vampire, the lead, basically antagonist monster, mm-hmm. came out and screamed at him, was because. Will Smith's character is essentially kidnapping these vampires who are their own community, and Got they it. all have their own personalities. Got and it. even though they're monsters, they're not, you know, they're not assholes. They're not. I mean, they are still assholes. Well, they're but, yeah, but they're still they still matter to each other. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. So at the end of the movie, when um, he ends up taking the grenade and running through the wall, that scene never happens. What happens is he gives the body back to the vampire people, mm-hmm. and then they just go away. Because all they wanted was, like, their friends back. And Will Smith's literally just been doing a fucking massacre of all of them <laughs> in his basement. So they're like, dude, fuck off. I mean, he had grenades everywhere. Right, but... Yeah, like, like literally, he was legit killing everyone. Yeah. He literally had a whole wall of dead vampires. So mm-hmm. the guy's... The uh, head vampire actually walks in there and looks at the wall and he's like, Uh, bitch, these were all my homies. <laughs> it's a really cool, like, different ending. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie ending's better for cinematic purposes, but it's, right. it's a, good to see like why they did certain things for the characters. Yeah, because it would be kind of hard to just give a bag and say like nothing happens, we're bros now. And like, yeah, that definitely to... shouldn't be the ending. Yeah. Um, and then what? They all go to Vermont or something with the vampires? No, no, road trip. No, I mean like, how does it keep going? Like they give a yeah, bag and they all and go to they, Vermont they together. Okay. Yeah, the family, I guess, stick together. Um, what do you think the funniest moments or the scariest moments were in the movie? Um, that dark scene that you mentioned, especially when he points the, the, the flashlight and they're all eating mm-hmm. or grouped up. They're just huddled up together. Yeah. One of the scariest scenes. Yeah, for sure. Um, saddest moment, definitely, uh, Sam dying. Mm-hmm. But one that follows into that was, um... I cried in, in the theater. I'm not gonna lie. I tried not to. I... This is how I remember. <laughs> this is how I remember this this part of my I life. I used my mom's sleeve. No, <laughs> I was um, because you know how like he kills he he they're on their, like chokes her out. He chokes her out and and they're pretty pretty sad scene. But then he goes into the the movie store again and then says like, "Oh, please say hi to yeah. me" or something like that. And at that moment, I was like, Ugh, and I just 
I, I lost it. Damn. Yeah. Did you even cry when the dog died? You cried when he was talking to his mannequin friend? Yeah, because of the dog. Yeah, it's... for sure. I I got one part better than that is because right after the dog dies, it goes right back to the flashback of his family leaving on the helicopter, and the, uh-huh. and the daughter oh. insists, you take Sam, and he's like, I can't take the dog, and the dog starts licking him, I was like, motherfuckers, <laughs> the dog just died, how are you going to do us like that? Uh, Did that really happen right after? It, it's a it's after the crying scene. Oh, okay. It's after your scene, it's literally like, dog dies, he visits the movie store to rent Shrek for a hundredth time, mm-hmm. and then the flashback of seeing the family die, mm-hmm. which is really tough, because... The whole movie, I was thinking that they just, like, disappeared. You never actually were going to see them die, mm-hmm. but having it be in the helicopter the way it was, it was like, dude. Yeah. That was hella dark. Yeah. And then uh, one part that's actually really key in the movie is when the mom's having the test done on her eyes, and it fails the first time, so it's like, oh, no, this bitch has the virus, and mm-hmm. then he's like, no, test her again, and she passes, you're like, oh, you just let everybody over there Yeah. 50-50 chance that they pass, you know what I mean? Right. So, like, immediately, you're like, oh, that's how I, everybody I, Actually, got out. I really hate that scene, because it makes you overthink everything, like... How so? Well, not everything, but, like, everybody that they let in and that they, you know, denied. Mm-hmm. It's like, fuck, man. The uh, the escape of New York, that, that kind of happened with the with everybody trying to leave at the same time is such, like, a... It's such a scary premise mm-hmm. in general. And movies, it's really hard to pull that off um, well. Uh, I think, like, the mom who had, like, the bloody eyes trying to hand off the baby, like, that shit's so sad. Like, she's just trying to take out care of her kid and there's no other solution. There's literally... They ran into a vampire on the way to the airport. Like, fuck. Mm. Um, any other big funny moments? Producer? Yes, it's had them all. Well, how about a, a family moment where he's eating dinner with the dog, and the dog didn't eat the vegetables, and you see it, like, playing with it? He goes, no, 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 eat your vegetables. <laughs> and then he's in the bathtub with the dog later. He goes, all right, you're going to have to eat twice your vegetables tomorrow. Mm. Like, that scene, it's like, it shows, like, how close they are, because, you know, they have to right. be, really. Um, best acting performance in the movie. I mean, I guess Will Smith. Is that the dog? I swear, we're not giving Sam any credit in this movie. What about Frank? What the hell are you doing out here, Frank? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, how does he turn his head like that? He had me believing. skills. He had me believing it was, it was real. Yeah, for sure. Soundtrack? Music? Did you notice it at all? It's got a, it's got a you know, dark and ominous tones. Yeah. Ominous. Anything you missed from the rewatch? No, I've seen this movie way too many times. Me too. Yeah. Alright, what's your biggest flaw, then? My biggest flaw of the movie. I like three, so I'm gonna have to be nice. I, it has to be Frank, and it really? has to be how how they basically how they trapped him. Mm-hmm. I think it really pisses me off. I guess in the deleted version that I've seen, it makes a little bit more sense. It's never really explained in the theatrical what cut. Is, what did they? Oh, because, because they're smart they're enough. Smart, like, okay. Yeah, they're not completely useless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're, no, not they're not mindless zombies. You know what I mean? Um, I'd say. That's that's one because in the movie it really doesn't explain it at all. You're like, how the fuck did they get him? <laughs> right, because you're just expecting dumb, you know, mindless right. zombies. Right. Uh, in that same scene is another huge flaw, and that's when he had already been concussed. He's waking up and he's and he's dragging himself to the car, mm-hmm. but he's literally like six inches at a time dragging away from the like the scene, mm-hmm. and you start to see the dogs like the scary looking dogs. You release? How do we not remember those? The horrifying dogs get released, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh no, I got plenty of time, I'll just keep dragging myself six inches at a time. And then once he does realize he's fucked, he hops up and literally like runs to the car on one foot. You're like, why didn't you do that shit in the first place? What it's like you- the com- like the obvious move in movies, where they're like, well we have to create suspense, so he's just gonna drag himself. Mm-hmm. And then when it is time to really move, he gets up, runs to the car, gets a gun, shoots one, like, fuck 
out of here. He should have been running the whole time. Yeah. I understand that, like, you have to have the dog die in that scene for everything to make sense. But you could have had the car just farther away and him run to the car and then have the dogs released. Yeah, and get, get like, the frustrating back, yeah. nature, especially if you've seen this movie a couple mm-hmm. dozen hundred times. You're like, this is so fucking frustrating. Because every time you're just yelling at the screen, get the fuck up. I see you do it later, so I know it's possible. Yeah. Uh, any other flaws for you? No. All right. Other than the chemistry for Will Smith and the girl, I've already touched on that, but it's just, I don't think she's a great actress, so. Yeah, I haven't seen her in anything else. What's her name again? What has she been in? Her name is Alice Braga. I've definitely seen her in other movies, but I just thought, like, for this role, like, she didn't know who the fuck Bob Marley was. Like, that's I hated that. Hate that's what you hate her? Yeah, she's not, she's not a 12-year-old, like, she's not a kid. Everybody knows who Bob Marley is. Maybe she didn't smoke weed in high school. I didn't smoke weed in high school. <laughs> Everybody knows who Bob Marley is. So like the fact yeah, that he's like Bob Marley, and she's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And then she says his his son's name. Well, she and did like, have no bitch. I mean, her accent. I don't want to say you know. Cause I don't want to say she's from this, but her accent makes her sound like she's from a different country. So maybe, maybe she's never heard of it. I mean, there there's probably no borders. So maybe she was living in Canada for all we fucking know. And Canadians are free weed right now. I don't know what your problem is. So you think Canadians are just... Canadians definitely know who Bob, Bob is. Marley. Yeah. yeah, high schoolers in Canada right. all have the Bob Marley posters. I don't know how right the fuck she got to New York City then. Yeah, but she pisses me off. Just not knowing who Bob Marley is. She yeah. small the whole movie. From other movies that I recognize... I have them right here. She was in... Wait for Predators, it. Predators. The one by Robert Rodriguez. 2010, yeah. Yeah. Um, Elysium. Mark Wal- no, it's not Mark Matt Wal- Damon. Matt Damon, yeah. Matt Damon. And then she's going to be in the new uh, the new Mutants. Yeah, that's where I saw her recently. She's in the New Mutants trailer with, uh, oh, she, with uh, Arya Stark. She's the, one of the doctors there. I'm trying to see any movie that I can probably recognize that it's like, okay. It's yeah, there. she's... she's. I don't, I don't want to say she's a bad actress, but she just hasn't... This wasn't her movie. Alright, so, uh, ratings. Why do you think she got casted? Because Will Smith demands all the money and doesn't want to have a star on the other side like a Charlize Theron that's going to demand her own screen time. This chick shows up literally like an hour into the movie and then sure, like, see work Will yeah. Smith. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Like they got like a no-name person just to, so Will Smith could keep being Will Smith in the movie. That's, you know, the biggest one all Will Smith. Yeah, no, I can see that because yeah. if you cast... We, we literally had the same conversation yeah. last, last yeah. week. Yeah, Aladdin. Bingo. Mm-hmm. When, when the genie's going to have more words than anybody by 12. Um... What's the biggest... Uh, what's your rating for the movie for the first time? Oh, bro. 10. And now? I was going to say 9.9 just to be stupid. But if I'm being serious, probably a 9.8. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. 9. 9 is fine. 9 straight up? Yeah. Cause it dropped I, a full point? What happened? I grew up, bro. <laughs> okay. I got smarter. Mm, for sure. Uh, I'd say for sure. First time I watched this, it was a 10. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, you know how I feel about tense. There's stuff definitely flaws in this that I noticed even at that age. You secretly work for Cinema Sense, you don't know it. I'm not gonna get into the debate again. I just wanted to say I it. quit just to piss you off. Yeah, Cinema Sense is the worst. Uh, I think my my rating for back then is gonna be a nine point nine for the fact that it can't be perfect. Now, back then, you yeah. can't. Yeah, there's no perfect movie. But you didn't have this mindset back when you saw this movie. You can't I've say been I an think. Asshole. <laughs> how dare you? I think my rating for okay. And now I think it's about an eight. Just, I can just picture Rich just in the theater, just sitting there and being like, nothing's perfect. 9.9. <laughs> As a kid, it was the perfect experience. 
and that's why you see a movie twice. You don't see a movie twice unless you unless it's the perfect. Yeah. yeah, but that's why you go back to see it that second time to see if you can find that flaw. No, I saw Spy Kids 3D twice in theaters. Oh my god, How perfect that? movie. Ten. Let's see huh? now. Now we're talking perfect movies. Was Spiky 3D? I, no, I didn't know. I, <laughs> I mean, now it's one, shit, I don't think I've yeah. ever seen any of the other Spike Kids. Alright. <laughs> so now I'm giving it about an 8, 8 point. Oh, one. wow. Yeah, it dropped off a lot for me. It's definitely one of the best post apocalyptic movies for that. Will Smith is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is kind of just average. And that's where it drops off a lot. Because even if you compare it to other, like, singular character movies, even in Castaway, like, you have Helen Hunt to compare against with. Tom Hanks' character where they have like a relationship. Will Smith doesn't have like any reason to live. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. We'll get to it. <laughs> it's sounds like you're going sounds like you're going through a lot right now. Yeah. I'm st- the movie could have been perfect and that's my biggest flaw. What do you think would have made the movie perfect if you could change anything? Recast the, the main chick. Okay. For sure. Um, Why? I just never bought her character. And, and this is going to be a stupid question, but let's say she knows about Bob Marley. Man, she was that's like, a, hey, least, this is, this is Bob Marley. Better. Really? Yeah, that's a huge flaw in the movie to me. Um, but not to just be completely nitpicky, the the fact that like the first hour and a half of I Am Legend is fucking gold. Like you wouldn't, I wouldn't fix anything yeah, with the first hour I and a half. See that. The second she comes into the movie, the movie it, drops it, off completely. Yeah, it's, it's like your time to go get popcorn or a bathroom break or something yeah, like that. Yeah, immediately. Mm-hmm. The scene where they have the the breakfast, that seems good. The scene where they're watching Shrek, that seems good. But any scene where it's just him and her, and he literally when he yells at her, I don't even buy it because I was like, all right, he's just being an asshole and she's just being dumb. Okay, what about okay? Let's let's do this. Let's say we take her in the, out of the entire fuck Vermont, like like everything, okay, okay. everything like it's out. He's the last yeah. man on earth, and they just bit Sam. He's taking her downstairs. And the chick is there. She's cured. He doesn't know what to do, and everybody just got into their house. Okay. And now he's just, he has a grenade because he's now trying to protect Sam and not these kids. And that's how it ends. They, he kills everyone. <laughs> no, I think another kind of, I see what you're trying to do with you see, yeah, you're right. completely just removing take, her. Just take that bitch out. No, because kid. I think you can recast her and make that character more believable. I don't want to call her a bitch, I'm sorry. She could be more believable, that's my biggest, my biggest thing. Like, she's just... She's just like a space cadet in my head where she's just like, she's in her own world. She doesn't even like, how did she say, how did she say Will, Will Smith? Where was she? What do you mean, how did she say him? When he's in the car trying to commit suicide, he literally runs into like a, a swarm of them because they think they see somebody. And then the, the light, she, she points the lights. Where was she? Probably, I don't know, dude. Probably just getting there. But she said she was there at noon. Bro. See, that's why I get mad because I'm like, no, this doesn't make any sense. Why would she just sit there and wait for him at night? So she throws a flare in there, everybody dips. Okay, fine. And then the next day, she goes, Will, or not Will, Robert, you have to leave. I would we have love to go if to, she right, calls him Will. Right. <laughs> this completely skips the beat. Like, he shouldn't even, like, Will Smith should demand to have his name as Will Smith. In every yeah, he should be John Malkovich in every movie where he's just like, yeah, I'm, it's I'm, me, it's, bitch. Like, let's yeah. go. So anyway, she tells him, we have to go to Vermont. And literally 10 seconds after he tried to kill himself, he goes, no, this is my city. This is ground zero. I'm not leaving. You're like, you just tried to kill yourself two minutes ago. What are you talking about? Go to Vermont, you fuck. So frustrating. Uh, Maybe he doesn't like Vermont. He doesn't want to talk about it. Right? He likes the buildings. He's He's like the vampires. He can't survive up there. Right. Yeah. All right. I'm done ranting. I'm just, I'm really, this movie could have been perfect. And that's why I'm upset. Moving on to the red corner. 
Dawn of the Dead. I don't think I've been this upset about a movie in a while. I like it. I like this this fire. <laughs> right? <laughs> Dawn of the Dead. Uh, 2004, Zack Snyder movie. Uh, Ving Rhames, Sarah Pauly, uh, Michael Kelly, Mackay Pfeiffer, Dick Weber, Ty Burrell from Modern Family. It's a great cast. Mm. Very, uh, it's like the, the biggest group of B-listers ever. Uh, starts off, this nurse is leaving the... Maybe Anna should have been in that group. See, put Sarah Pauly in that role. Now we're, <laughs> now we're talking. Uh, her name's actually Anne in this movie, too. Mm. Right? That That's why Jose made this mask up. Yes. That's, entire, that's exactly why? Entire reason. Yeah. <laughs> he couldn't think of anything else. <laughs> well, their name are Anna. <laughs> Who's Martha? <laughs> Why'd you say that name? Anyway. Um, so, movie starts off. Anna's at the uh, the hospital. She's a nurse. And they, there's very small conversations um, about why this bite victim is going up to get a, a, a brain check. He's in the ICU now. She goes home. She ignores the radio stations that are sending out special alerts. She ignores the TV update because she's in the shower. And then in the morning, a little girl's in her house, comes after her. She escapes, leaving her boyfriend behind, uh, driving away, meets up with a group of other survivors, and they hold themselves up at a mall. Mm -hmm. Mall starts getting uh, swarmed by zombies, and you start to realize, like, there's no way out of this mall um, by foot. So they start just coming up with plans on how to escape. They've given up on TV. They've given up on radio. Uh, they concoct this plan to take buses out of the mall. And before they can actually do that, selfish people doing selfish things in movies makes their plan happen a little bit faster and everything kind of goes haywire. They make their escape. Pretty much everybody dies along the way, as most zombie movies do. And a few lone survivors get onto a boat and take off. Mm -hmm. Um... Overall, probably the original best zombie movie. Um, there's definitely good zombie movies that have come out since then, but it's it's the, like it's the movie that everybody steals from now. Wait, did you say original? No, the original was the George A. Romero. Okay, that one came out in '74 or '78, something like that. Just to clarify. Yeah, for the synopsis, Dawn of the Dead has all the little pieces that every other zombie movie have stolen from since then. Mm -hmm. And. I mean, you can tell it's, it's a low-budget movie. Oh, yeah. But it they make it work. Yeah. You know, with some of these some of these other... Like, Saw is a low-budget movie, but you can tell they filmed it in one room over mm -hmm. a few hours. Yeah. This movie feels like it's actually pretty big, even though it's tiny. Yeah. So, which I like, because it, 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 it gives it more of a, of a realistic feel, even though you know it's total bullshit what they're, what they're doing. Yeah. So, I, I really yeah. liked it. Especially for my first viewing and first... Oh, yeah, that's right. You've never seen it before. Around, I... I really like it. It really reminds me of Call of Duty Zombies for some reason. And that's why I say everybody stole one from this movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, every time you see a movie where it's like, oh, they're, they're using the bites, you have to shoot them in the head. All that comes from George A. Romero in the original take. And Zack Snyder does a really good job of adapting it and making it more realistic, more believable, but also it still knows what it is. It's still a zombie movie. They're still trying to like survive and make jokes along the way. Um, when did you see it first, producer? I've seen bits of it when I was younger. Wow, so I'm the only one who saw it before this. But this week has been like the full, full view. It is kind of long <coughs> for a zombie movie, that's for sure. Yeah. Almost two full hours. Yeah, I think it was, what, an hour 49? Did you say it on Hour your... 50. Hour 50, yeah. okay. Uh, when, what, are your, uh, what are some of your favorite moments that you, that you uh, liked about the movie, Francisco? I want to say it's the communication between... Like the guys, basically when they're when they're Andy, shooting them, Andy and Bing Ramsey's character. Yeah, I think that's so fun because they're just up there having fun. Yeah, with what they can do, you yeah, know, surviving. And also the the 
the montage, and I know it's it's weird because I hate movie montages, like, movie montage and music and shit yeah. like that. But I really enjoyed when I don't remember how like building the buses. Yeah, not only that, but the song they were they were going to it was like give in to the sickness or something like that. It was that. down with the sickness, but it was the, like acoustic version. I thought it was hilarious, and I, yeah. I thought it was the, the funniest thing. Yeah, it was, that's a really good scene. Yeah. Um, I like the the relationship that everybody has, the cast overall, just this great chemistry between everybody. It seems like they they all kind of like grew together in their little time on the mall, and Ty Burrell from Modern Family has like one of the best jokes. Yeah. When everybody's fighting, it goes, oh, it's good to see we bonded through all this. Like, it just feels like he, you, he would say that if he was there. Right. Um, how do you feel about um, any quotes from the movie? Anything catch your eye? No, not not really. Huh? Nothing. No, uh, but that's what you get. No, you know. no uh, Sayonara is in this movie. Yeah, right. There should have been. There should have been at least one. Makes it a little bit more campy, but I think there was one. I just completely forgot to write it down. Oh, smooth. Um, soundtrack notes other than the disturbed, disturbed reference. Disturbed at the end too. Goes super hard. I don't think I caught that one. At least in the, in the end credit scenes, there it mm. plays like the really big hit from Disturb, uh, Down with the Sickness again. So that's a good a good song to end the movie on for sure. Um, best moments for you, producer? I like the the beginning scene where she comes out of the house, and it's just the pain. Oh my god! Of the dist- kind of like it's just so over neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're just like, like what do you do from that? Yeah, like, it's, like, it's kind of scary. And then it was super coordinated too. Oh like, yeah, like to shoot like that scene. Cars and then like you know there are people running behind and yeah. and like people attacking each other while the car's driving. Like yeah. it was super coordinated. Yeah, that scene's amazing. And actually, one thing um, I want it was either and I'm gonna botch this, but it was either Stephen King or Steven Spielberg. I know they're not the same fucking person, but they say like when there's when you think about openings to movies, the opening to Dawn of the Dead is one of the best movies ever. I can see that oh, opening. Yeah. yeah, just that opening scene of that chaos and then when she is on that drive and you start to see the credits roll you see the big ass truck drive into the uh, gas station and the explosion like don't even like don't even focus on it it's just like keep going you're right we're good you're like god this is awesome um super sad opening super scary not as scary as a cat staring at you from a distance uh best acting moments (laughs) i don't i don't think there is thing rames no he doesn't deserve any awards but it was he was fun in the movie oh that was the quote i think he was he was i was gonna say he was probably the the one that could act the the best because everybody else like you really didn't believe it but his acting felt a little more believable yeah the character uh i don't know if he wins anna sarah Pauly's character she says or no i'm sorry it was michael's character the uh the old white guy goes there's people who can help you here or who, who you can help here like stay with us and he goes Fuck y'all. That was the quote. Best quote of the movie. That was the quote. I'd give that a Sayonara award for sure. (laughs) Or a Sayonara nomination. We'll get to the award show. Um, Story overall, how'd you feel about it? The synopsis? I enjoyed it. Um, And this is going to tie into my flaw. It's just, as soon as they get into the... The mall? The mall, it it becomes a little slow. Yeah, for for sure. Because you know they're going to be there for a while. Yeah. And um, it kind of tuned me out for a bit. Yeah, for sure. But... Everything else is sort of like I, I did enjoy it. Yeah, there's it's definitely a lull movie. right when they get to the mall and everything kind of gets weird. Mm-hmm. And uh, you meet the security guards played by Michael Kelly and uh, I can't remember the other white guy's name. He's in all these weird movies. Um, but the guy who, who's from House of Cards, Michael Kelly, plays like the lead security guard, CJ. And the second you meet him, you're like, all right, now we're kind of getting somewhere. He's um, he's such a dick at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed his character for his time in the movie. He even had a little yeah, bit of a, a story arc himself. Uh, there was the characters they meet on the bus, 
mm-hmm. or the van that drive up to the building, and the, one of the characters like is going through this whole like lifestyle change because he's like he knows he's gonna die, so he starts admitting that he's gay to prison CJ and the other guy, and he's just like getting torturing them with the with the story. Mm-hmm. That was pretty funny too. Any other moments? Doesn't seem like you guys like this movie that much. Zombie Baby. Zombie Baby was scary. How do you guys feel about that? I feel like they were building up to it, and then the, like it ends like yeah, in a second. I, I Did you see that. it? Huh? Did you watch the uh, the director's cut? No. Do you actually see the baby in the version you saw? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I just didn't know what I saw it differently. Because oh. I watched the director's cut, so. Yeah, no, I just... Well, I mean, what can you do with a zombie baby like yeah. he doesn't have teeth so he can't bite you and his nails are you know he's weak as fuck and it's not like you're <laughs> gonna heal this zombie baby up to strength to be a full zombie like, that's some dumbass planning right so i mean, <laughs> I'm gonna have a pet in the car without a cage like what <laughs> having I mean, a pet zombie baby might not be a bad idea i was gonna say you can trick you can train the zombie baby to do what to go out just put him in a into... have him in a leash that'd be super no. badass but you can Did have you just a... Say put a leash on, on a zombie, zombie baby? baby yes it's not a human Anyways, it definitely is still so a human. It's a dead human. You can have Robert Neville's gonna save this. You can train. He's gonna the find the zombie baby to go into the hordes and kill each zombie off. They're not gonna fight the zombie baby because they think it's one of them. <laughs> this <laughs> like isn't Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> no, no, no. Like that uh, Family Guy episode where they're all soldiers Don't... and he's a clown. He's like, they're gonna be looking for soldiers, you dumbasses. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Shaun of the Dead does that too, where they're like, let's just dress up as zombies. Zombies don't attack other zombies, and Zombieland makes that joke too. And uh, The Walking Dead also makes that joke. They don't, it's all oh, that's not like, a joke. They just they, cover themselves they cover in season themselves. one, yeah. Mm-hmm. I well, remember that. Why don't they use that approach more in those no, movies? No, they do. They do, because oh, I, okay. know, I know one of the. I haven't seen one of the new episodes, but I know Negan. Yeah. Um, he's covered in, in, in zombie and zombie things. Spoilers. Spoilers. I, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know what season this is. I don't know what season this is, but I did see him covered. I know. Dawn of the but Dead, I think he dies in the last TV season. show. No, I'm just Walking Dead. Wait, The Walking Dead. Walking still Dead. On? Yeah, Walking yeah, Dead's still yeah. on. I think it's like season ten. I think Dawn of the Dead would have been a better TV show. You know what I was thinking while I was watching this movie is damn, I'm hungry. Bring a a, a, a no? Dawn of the Dead two, but it's just in like a different like same timeline, same year, same everything, but just a different perspective from like a. It doesn't have to be another mall. They kind of they tried, tried it. like oh, did they? They tried it. There was there was Diary of the Dead, which was kind of thought to be a con- a continuation. It was all done by handheld, so it was complete trash. There was Land of the Dead with John Leguizamo, uh, George A. Romero directed that. No, one, but I'm saying like Dawn of the Dead too. Like, right. Just... There was another storyline that Ving Rhames was was in it, and they killed him in the first like two minutes. And I'm like, right. you motherfuckers! And then Ving Rhames literally like follows them around for the whole movie. It was kind of trash, but okay. Nick Cannon's in that movie. It's so bad. Yeah. It's it's a oh Day of the Dead, yes, yeah, that movie's not good. This is by far the best zombie movie. When yeah, well, in general, mostly scary movies and all these movies are just a quick buck around mm-hmm. oh yeah. Halloween, especially the like handheld ones. Give me a break. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about scary moments in Dawn of the Dead? Was there anything you think of? Uh, when they were finding the dog, and yeah, in the in the basement, that was pretty scary, and then. The zombie prank night lady, I guess. That was so scary. weird. Yeah. That was such a weird move. What would you do? Like, would you tell everybody that your wife is is potentially going to turn into a zombie? Well, he well the problem with that is he thought his baby was still going to come out fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was his whole motivation. He knows if he would have told everybody that she was a zombie, that they weren't going to let that baby happen. You know what I mean? 
So, in his head, he was kind of acting in the right way, and then once he found out the baby was a zombie, he was still being weird. All right, guy, you got to go. Yeah, um, I, I would just think it's easy to take out a baby once the body's dead. Let's not get into abortion and whatnot. No, 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 <laughs> I'm, no, I'm talking about the mom, because you know how she was a zombie? Right. If you kill her off first, and if you think the baby's still alive, you just cut part of the tummy and take it out. If the baby, you know, that's what I'm saying, like, because... She was alive for no reason if she she was turning. Do you think pro-life people? <laughs> oh, God. Here we go. No, no, no. Well, I was I'm trying thinking to get, too is like... I wasn't trying to get well, that now you're far. Getting, now I'm getting super dark with it is if you do kill the mom, does the baby chew itself out? Yes. No, because so it doesn't have teeth. It's going to be there for like a year. By then it'll be Let, just rot. Well, and... This is some dark talk. We should make a movie. Daycare of the Dead. Daycare of the Dead. That's a really good idea. And we just put leashes on all the zombie babies? And they start feeding them uh, like zombie death matches? See, now you're thinking. We could we could start a daycare. Baby so, zombie deathmatch. Daddy so, daycare zombies. Somebody call Hollywood right now. <laughs> They're already listening. <laughs> um, any uh, story, present day references you want to bring up? Any other movies that it comes to? Or uh, oh, references? Bro, everything. Every everything, movie, yeah. every show. Uh, Left for Dead 2. You know the video game? Yeah. There's like the mall scene. Oh, yeah. Um, what's that one other video game that you literally spend in the mall? There, uh, uh, Dead Rising. Dead Rising. Yeah, there you go. They made a movie on that too. It's god bad. It's so bad. Good? Yeah, it's oh. so bad. Uh, Jesse Metcalf from uh, John Tucker Must Die. He plays like the, the main character in it. It's so bad. Um, anyway, last thoughts, closing. I really enjoyed this movie for my first time viewing it. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Ooh. Any Golden Awards One other question. than Big Rams for One you? Question. One yeah. question. We should start doing that describe the movie in five words though. Go. Yeah. What do you guys. Save that dog, yeah, like that chick did. No. Oh no 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 no! That bitch crazy. Yeah, no, no I, I wouldn't even have saved her. No, you went, over, bitch. You took the car. Get out. <laughs> That's how I am in real life. My my dude's like, no, we gotta save my girlfriend. Fuck you too, bitch. Go get go get her then. <laughs> go get in that car. Yeah, because my thought was, you literally see none of those zombies attacking that dog, and then she's like, I have to go save the dog. Based so, on what, bitch? <laughs> Yeah, that part was... I mean, it's a flaw, but it's also kind of like they're I can idiots. see so many people dying. They're just dumb. Like, if, if we were stuck like in a group, like I can see a couple of people like, no, we really got to save that fucking dog. Like, I can see that in real I life. Would, I might say that. Like, if my dog escaped, I might say that. But I'm not going to take the car by myself and not tell anybody. I'm going to be like, all right, I have this idea. If nobody wants to come with me, that's fine. But I'm not just going to leave and fuck well, off. Well, then I'm going to say, that you're not taking the car. <laughs> well, that was the van. That wasn't one of the buses. That was the van they showed up in. Right, okay. Did anybody in the group... T- Die on their way to rescue the dog? No. No? Okay. Andy was already jacked by the time the dog got over there. Yeah. That was funny, though. They're on the radio. It, that I mean, maybe it's part of the flaws, too. They're on the radio with uh, the girl. And they're like, hey, do you see Andy? After they just found out Andy was bitch, she goes, oh, yeah, there's Andy. And then she starts chasing her. <laughs> You're like, motherfucker. <laughs> Nobody tells her, like, hey, Andy got bit, yeah. by the way. Right. He's, he's potentially a zombie right now. Well, he's on the, when he got bit, too, he's on the radio. He goes, damn, those fuckers bite hard. And nobody has the heart to tell him, like, oh, sorry, bro. You're on your way. <laughs> nobody tells him. They're just like, oh, yeah, brother, I'll be right there. Yeah, that was a big one. All right, so describe the movie in five words. What do you got, Francisco? Five words. Zombies. We should do three instead. Yeah, yeah five's a lot. <laughs> Bing Rames, Zombie Apocalypse. I like it. That's I'm it. Done. Cool. Uh, your rating for Dawn of the Dead, Francisco. First viewing and now. Because it was the same I'll give time. it a 7.5. Okay. As a, uh, I'll give it an 8. It, it, it deserves an 8. Wow. 
I think. I didn't even think you were going to go that high. Okay. Uh, myself, uh, it's it's the best zombie movie ever made to me. Flaws are taken, but the first time I watched this movie, uh, I hated zombie movies at the time, and this was the movie like that got me into it. Mm-hmm. And then it got me into playing games like Left 4 Dead and games like uh, Call of Duty that have those tones. And then when Zombieland came out, the whole reason I didn't want to see Zombieland was because I thought Dawn of the Dead already did it the best. Oh, okay. And I was like, I don't want to see another zombie movie. You're not going to be able to top Dawn of the Dead. Zombieland does it in its own way because it's a totally different tone. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to just survival, end of the world apocalypse movies, Dawn of the Dead is better. Um, so Dawn of the Dead gets 8.8 for me. Okay, wow. It's a, it's a little bit high, but it, in the enjoyable scale, it's very high because it's, mm-hmm. again, one of those movies you can put on the background and it's always fun to watch. Yeah. So, uh, your vote to move on to the next round, I'm taking is I Am Legend. I Am Legend. With a 9.0 overall. Oh, I never get my first viewing for Dawn of the Dead. What's your first viewing on Dawn of the Dead? Like 7.5. And? It got better. Okay. It gets better with age. Okay. Especially when you compare it to the other bad movies, it's like... I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, my my vote's definitely for Dawn of the Dead to move on. Wow. Um, definitely. So, if you'd like to... You were so pumped for I Am Legend. I was hot about the flaws. So, producer's going to have to make a decision. You want to you wanna argue first or second? I'll argue first. Okay. So, why does I Am Legend move on to the, to the quarterfinals? I just, I just have something to say. I, I just one thing to say. It's Will Smith, bro. That's it. Closing statement. All right. Will Smith's closing statement. I feel like you should lose just for that argument. In that argument, Suicide Squad moves on to the next round. Obligatory okay, okay, let me reference. come back. No. No, uh, Suicide Squad is, is... We're not even going to get to it. Yeah. I, I had to make a Suicide Squad callback. God damn it. Uh, we haven't made a Star Wars one yet. No, you did. There it is. Uh, Alright, so for me, Dawn of the Dead. Best zombie movie ever made. It is an inspiration to every other horror movie in the genre. Not only has it spun off in handheld terrible movies and video games and been an inspiration to every time a director does a zombie film, they think about Dawn of the Dead. And that's not me making that up. That's literally, they call back Dawn of the Dead in other movies. The acting is phenomenal between Ving Rhames and Michael's character. The chemistry with everybody, you just feel like you could be in that mall with them as like a fly on the wall and still enjoy that last few days they have together. The escape scene on the buses, where they finally get to the boat, you see a lot of the cast get picked off, and you're just like, damn, that was the homie. Like, oh, why is he blowing himself up? Like, the whole cast starts to pick themselves off, and you're really feeling for all the characters. But then it make you cry, though. No, and it didn't kill the goddamn dog, either. And that's why <laughs> Dawn of the Dead's a better movie, because the dog lives. Okay. Producer, you have your choice. I am legend. You saw in theaters in 2007. Dawn of the Dead. You watched this week. What movie moves on? Dawn of the Dead. What? Damn right. <laughs> Only because... If you say because I said it's Will Smith, I'd <laughs> be really upset. <laughs> in Suicide Squad, moves on too. No, um, my thing about I Am Legend is that I love the very first half of the movie. Uh, yeah. But as soon as... It's different. She's yeah. introduced. It, the movie just kind of s- slows down, and mm-hmm. you just kind of like, all right. Yeah, like, yeah. Whereas Dawn of the Dead, it kind of starts out 
once they get to the mall, it starts out slow, but after that, it kind of, like, picks up, and then you have yeah. the bus scene. It, it's kind of like a snowball. Like, it, it gets better as, as it's going. Yeah. As it's, I felt I felt tense the entire does scene. lose momentum. Yeah. yeah. I hate it. So, I would say I Am Legend has a good start, but then kind of mm-hmm. slow ending, and then Dawn of the Dead, a little bit of a slow ending, but... Kind of like wine. Has a good end. Uh, gets, good end. Gets better, yeah. Good reference. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Dawn of the Dead is like wine. All right. So, uh, so what's your uh, rating for I Am Legend the first time? First time I Am Legend is definitely a 10. Okay. Second time watching it was the... <laughs> but it lost. God fucking damn it. Second time watching it was a 7. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. dog. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Was this the second time you watched it this week? Huh? How many times did you watch it? I've seen it. I This is probably like my fourth time. Okay. Ever. And... Oh, wow. Dawn of the Dead, we like I said. Way more than him. Mm-hmm. But I've seen both these movies at least I've seen times. Legend at least 50 times. Yeah. Jesus Christ. But uh, Dawn of the Dead, like I said, I've seen it like little bits and pieces when I was a kid. Um, so now I think it's like maybe 7.5. Damn. So you're not a fan of either of these movies, really? No, I, I really enjoyed Dawn of the Dead. I think, but like it, I was having fun watching it. it. We need to have like in the in round two of the bracket, we should have like a rewatchable scale, like like one to ten. How rewatchable like is this movie? Because I, like I Am Legend to me isn't that rewatchable if you compare it to Dawn of the Dead, and that's kind of how I've been picking my winners. Is am I gonna rewatch this movie tomorrow, or is it gonna be another year before I watch I Am Legend? I like that. Yeah, which is also the same reason that I have Six Sense in the in the previous round. Was just like I would. I'd much rather. Oh watch yeah, the Sixth I can. Sense. I can fucking see back to back Six Sense. Yeah. Like if you start lace watching, I'll be like, okay. Yeah, that'd be kind of weird, but yeah, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so next round in the, in the bracket, who do we got? Episode, okay. Episode 27. I'm sorry. I'm not excited for this one. What? Well, thank you for passing on the box. If he wasn't to excited us. about these movies, <laughs> fuck. Next episode, we have Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay, I see what you were saying. Versus Avatar. What? Avatar's okay. Mm-hmm. I, I like it. Which is the favorite, do you think? Huh? If we had to can go I, by... Can I put my vote in right now? Yeah. No. Because you hate Avatar. So you're not allowed to Well, vote. there you go. Fuck! Okay. Fuck! No! <laughs> Alright, get ready for some convincing. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! Well, it's right. between you two. Okay. I've seen Avatar, I would say, once... And I hated it. Okay. Well, then maybe well, then, no, 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 wait, I, wait. I will watch it a no, second. Then, then can, you should cancel your vote, see, because maybe you fucking love it this time yeah. around. Yeah, I, I will lower expectations because the expectations the first time on Avatar were way too Maybe high. we'll try your your votes locked in, but if 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 you're rewatching, I, I will. Not, we'll do it. We'll do a, a <laughs> apparently it's not rewatchable at all. He's only seen it once. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> we'll do we'll do a checkup again. I will okay. watch it this okay. week for for. The, I think you'll like it better the second time for the bracket, but. Alright, cool. Can, uh, we, can we call in the theater and be like, hey, can you put this movie on MX? Because I, I never saw it. Bucks. Is that how much it is? I don't know. It's probably not even that much. To rent a fucking movie What, theater? so they, they can movie show... Hall? They were showing Elf this week in theaters for, for like, like four bucks. For like it's Christmas time. Everybody's going to go watch Elf. Did you go see it? Then everybody's not going to go see it. Did you go it's see it? It's on Netflix. Why would I pay for it? It is... That's my point. Like, we're not ruining the theater right now. If you said IMAX is re-releasing Avatar, people okay, will see people it. Will freak people out. will come. So if, why don't they do that? So if IMAX, idiots. they'll do it when Avatar two comes out. Bet. Yeah, for sure. So if they were to put Star Wars thirty five whenever it comes out, if they were to put the original Star Wars in the movie theater right now, would you go watch it? 
If I had yes. a babysitter. Just a two dollar. Two dollars for sure. Fuck yeah. I would see most of the uh, movies. Actually, I would watch it too. If, if you told <laughs> me, if I didn't have, all right, take the kids to the side. They're, they have a sitter for the day. I don't have to work. You know, snow day. You get to do whatever you want for a day, and you hear that one of the movies on the bracket is at the movie theater for two bucks. See you there, bro. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, I would rather, much rather watch movies in the theater than at home. Oh yeah, it's always more fun. And you, whenever you're at home, there's always a distraction. You start yeah. doing dishes. You start doing anything. They're playing uh, the Wizard of Oz at the cinema. At the gross one for in January 7th, I think. I don't know if I would see that one though. I've Weird. never seen it. That's one of my favorite movies. Weird, it's not that good, don't worry. It's yeah, not, that's why I haven't seen it. Yeah. Well, fuck you guys. Anyways, <laughs> my mom, if my mom heard me right now, she'd legit start yelling at me. She, she loves, loves what it was. She loves it enough that she gets the characters wrong, and I just give her that look like, Are you sure you love it? Because she goes, You're like, I used to have braces in high school. She goes, You're the tin man because you don't have a brain, and I'm like, Well, no, the tin man didn't have a heart. <laughs> Right. Because, yeah, but you're racist. I'm like, that, that, you're still not... All right, let's go on. That's kind of racist in a way. Because like, she was being mean. Metal with metal. Yeah. 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 Uh, current events. Bird Box review. Do we want to do a quick one spoiler review, or do you want to go no spoilers? I say spoiler review. Fuck anybody who hasn't I seen it. I think everybody's watching. Yeah, no. Did you guys see the 22 the million people have seen it. The meme where it's like 30, people, 30 million people have seen Bird Box, but only five people are paying for accounts? Yeah. <laughs> I think... At first, Bird Box, Sandra Bullock, blind shit. I think with with the memes, at first I was like, I don't get this. Then I watched the movie and I was like, eh. Then I go back to the memes and most of the memes are like, they're pretty funny. They're, they they're pretty they're really funny. funny. Yeah, yeah, they hold up. I was seeing the memes beforehand. I was like, these are dumb. I'm gonna hate this movie. And I watched the movie. And I actually really liked it. Uh, it's it's not terrible for sure. It's not bad. I just it makes you feel like you want more. But I don't know. I, I felt like it was pretty long for what it was. I was kind of pissed more off. In the that first kind of, half of the movie had me angry, to be honest with you. No, what I, what I mean by more is like to like see a little more of like the bad guys or whatever the fuck it was, the, the entities, the monsters. Yeah, whatever it was. But I, I, I don't know because whenever they show that stuff in movies, you always end up leaving like, eh, that was all it was. You know what I mean? Like Cloverfield does so. it at the end, and you're like, oh, that's it. Yeah. Um, My problem with that though is that the movie. I don't know if you guys saw this movie, It Comes at Night. Not yet. You haven't seen it? Mm-hmm. Well, it's another movie where it's like, there's a monster out there, they're hiding from it, but you never see it throughout the entire movie. Yeah. And I just left, like... The Happening. Yeah. But that movie got big reviews, like, really, like, it's a yeah. really good movie, but it, it... Well, Bird Box did the thing where it made family, like, the most important thing at the end, and that's where you're getting the good reviews from. Because if you don't have the family notion where she saves the daughter at the end by just being like, I love you so much, a lot of the critics are going to be like, this movie was shit, no heart. But there's a little bit of like tear jerking at the end if you have kids and if you have a soul. Oh. Like, I, I don't say, have it because I don't have a soul, but like I understand why people do. <laughs> I was going to say, you're the only one with kids in this. No, I, that doesn't do it for me. Like To me, you've already played that out in every other movie. So I don't need to see it in this to make me care about the characters. I would have preferred if the movie was linear. So That's what I was going to say. The The first complaint I had about the movie was it starts and they're leaving on the boat and I was like, oh, so John Malkovich and all the homies are already dead. Fuck yeah. this movie. Like, why do I even care about them now? And that was the best part. I can see, yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't, I wasn't so mad about not being linear, but obviously you can tell, like, yeah, all these motherfuckers are dead. Yeah. yeah. But it didn't really bother me um, as much because at, at the end, it's it's kind of a journey of her and, and her change from not wanting people to... Adopting two kids, yeah, you know, so I think that's that's what it was, yeah, more than more than anything else. That too, 
I just a lot of the characters in the house too. You're just like, oh, I'm I'm, I'm kind of liking the mm-hmm. the grocery store guy, right. and then they kill him off, and I was like, well, I kind of knew he was dying anyway. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. Like all the deaths seem less important when you know they're already dead. Yeah. So like, especially like the the boyfriend, uh, Tom. Like, when he goes down, like, and he says he's going to separate, you're like, this is where Tom does. There's right. literally no other option. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We ha- we know that that happens. It was really frustrating. It's like showing your cards at the end. Something that I really like about this movie, um, and for everybody that hasn't seen it, it's, you know, it's... How did you describe it, uh, producer? Because you had the best description of... of happening and A Quiet Place Have a Baby. A Quiet Place and The Happening Have a Baby. Right. Because, um, yeah. It's literally... It's the best of those three movies. Yeah. No. Maybe yes. Uh, yes. Quiet Place isn't that good, but I prefer it over Bird Box. I don't know I if don't. I do. You're... Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I do. It. It really pisses me off. Um, the beginning of Quiet Place where the you kid got gets too many jacked, kids. That seems good. That's it. You have. I'm gonna say you have too many kids that do stupid things in in in, in a quiet place. Where why are they always doing dumb shit? Yeah, they're do, yeah, and and right here you you have one kid and yeah they're gonna do stupid things and she runs. Oh, but she's she explained for it because she doesn't want to be with the mom at that point. So it's explained right. at least. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. For everyone, the zombie for monster, like anyone that hasn't seen it yet, uh, it's basically city, a, a, a movie where there's something in either space or somewhere that if, as soon as you see it, you see your 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 biggest. I don't know. Allegedly, they're saying it's your biggest fear, but I don't think it's that. Yeah, well, it's something. It triggers something, and it makes you commit suicide, and to some people, that can actually... It must get into your brain through your eyeballs, because blind people don't have it. Yes. Through your cornea, well, so you like have the black to, part no, you your have to see, Well, you have to see it, because even the guy in the monitor um, died. So, it's basically... It, it has to be some kind of, quote-unquote, demon, or whatever. Right. But, it's basically a movie about them not being blindfolded through the whole movie because they, they will potentially die and if they the see this thing. the sturdiest blindfolds ever. They never fall off. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make any sense. Have well, you ever tried to blindfold yourself? It's been three years, so I'm pretty sure they got the, the, the blindfold and not down to it. But the, the, like the, the airplane goggles would be a much better move because you literally just slip them on and you're like, alright, we're good. Or you can just close your eyes. <laughs> yeah, let's not be too dumb about this, people. I don't know, they could have just done this. Like, yeah. I close my eyes, by the way. Right. Anyways, dude. The, the one thing though, on Bird Box, when Tom goes on his shooting spree, when he's like, "Fuck it," and takes the thing off, and he starts blasting dudes. I'm like, "Yeah, let's go." Mm-hmm. That, yeah, was that scene was cool. Yeah. He was oh, shooting so people blindfolded. Machine Gun Kelly, pointless. Machine. I yeah, was hoping I, you weren't gonna even include him. You guys fucked up. I wasn't even gonna say no, his name because he was so meaningless. He literally he, just said fuck. He had yeah. He had four four lines in the movie. So useless. And what really pisses me off is that I, I followed the Eminem and 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 Machine Gun Kelly beef to a. Very yeah. close. Yeah, it was fun. And in an interview that Machine Gun Kelly was doing, he was basically flexing and saying, oh yeah, I'm about to come out in this new movie, and what is Eminem doing? He just has 8 Mile, but I'm here with some with some high actors. 8 Mile won and like Oscars. You should make a meme where it's Machine Gun Kelly with his blindfold. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I think I posted it up, and yeah. it's like what Machine Gun Kelly saw in the oh. in the thing, and it's just and it's just Eminem in the grass, <laughs> literally like standing in the grass like this. <laughs> it was pretty funny. All right, so uh, so what's so far favorite meme that you've seen? My favorite Might one. Be the names, honestly. Yeah. Favorite names of 2019, and it's Girl Boy Zero Zero Zero. My favorite one has been. Uh, 
would you like to donate to the Salvation Army? And oh, yeah. It's like the Salvation Army the and then like Santa Bullock with, oh, yeah. the, blindfold. with the blindfold. With the blindfold and the kids blindfolded yeah, like yeah. running away. I thought that was fun. That's pretty good. Um, I don't have any obvious ones. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't watch the movie until yesterday though so I haven't really been paying attention to the memes. I don't think this movie would have done so well if it wasn't because Twitter freaked out oh, yeah. about this movie. Yeah, for sure. It, I mean, I know at least for me and Jose or producer, sorry, fuck. Who the fuck is um, Jose? He, we watched it because of the memes. Yeah. And I, really, I watched it because you guys too. told me to. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I like I like the movie as a whole. I didn't like the linear, the non-linear nature of it, though. It could have been better. It could have been much better. Uh, now to Bandersnatch, the new Black Mirror episode. That shit was bananas. It was, it was very fun. Something that I wanted to say... Um, we obviously saw the new Black Mirror. What is it called? Like Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch. Um, all together. And yeah. It was a pretty fun experience. I don't yeah. think I would I would have enjoyed it as much Without or even cared so much if it was by myself. I probably yeah. wouldn't even finish it if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, I was thinking that too. Like later on in the night, I was like, if we weren't all doing this together and like literally yeah. getting upset when the character kept dying, right? I don't think I would have kept going. I'd be like, this fucking show sucks. Mm-hmm. That that being said, though, it is Black Mirror. I, I would have kept watching. I like. Yeah. I love Black Mirror. Should too we much. give a little synopsis for Black Mirror? I just like that we, the previous episode, I searched up to see if there was a new season coming out, and there was like nothing's coming out for. Yeah, and five minutes later, it's like Banner Snatch. Yeah, because we were literally talking about it, and at work, and uh-huh. then I typed in um, Black Mirror on the search bar because one of our other coworkers is is starting to watch the show, mm-hmm. and then there was like the Black Mirror little selection, and there was another one. Right next to it, with just a little, a little loading scene, yeah. and then we were just like, "What the fuck's going on?" Then the next day, a new episode yeah, comes that, out. It was a, it was so expertly done. Yeah. I, I want to have it, it's its own podcast, honestly, because it was all the options and all the ways that you thought you were gonna have a happy ending. Knowing full well as Black Mirror, you're not gonna have a, a real happy ending. Mm-hmm. But the amount of ways that you can choose a character's demise was really interesting, and, and just that little bit of hope that I had at the end that it was gonna be revolving around White Bear. I still want to see that ending. Oh, I see what you mean. Where where the character is actually in White Bear being relieving, yeah, yeah, that would have been really cool. There has been a couple of people posting on that, but I don't think a lot of people got it at first. I'm probably yeah. I'm pretty sure a lot of people did. Um, I'm probably gonna watch White Bear again just to see if there's any kind of uh, yeah mentions like or Snatch poster somewhere, <laughs> <laughs> right? That'd be cool. Well, they said that in the in the episode playtest, the video game one. Mm-hmm. That's what a, I was thinking about too. There's a, a magazine cover with the Bandersnatch. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. I need to go watch it again, but yeah, that's what I heard. I like playtest. That was one of my favorite episodes too. The video game episode. It was yeah. super scary. I like what they're doing now. Now that they have so many seasons and episodes out, they put so many Easter eggs in the yeah. in, in in every in every episode. What was the antique room one? What was that episode called? Black Museum. Black Museum. Yeah. That episode was literally like just geeking out the mm-hmm. whole episode. Like, how does that piece? <laughs> <laughs> they had the the B part and like only you know a few yeah. people would have called it. Mm-hmm. All right, so Banner Snatch was amazing, but you kind of have to experience it for yourself and definitely recommend it with a group. Yeah, I, watch it with a group for sure. Yeah. yeah, and watch it drunk. Yeah, for sure. Ooh, that would have been a good idea. Yeah, it was a good idea. We were drunk. Okay. I was pouring wine the whole night. It was fantastic. Yeah. Well, the second that you guys were coming over, I was like, well, better make sure we have wine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and beer would have been a bad move. We all been sleeping. All right, and up uh, in the bathroom. Yeah. Alright, so, uh, Aquaman and Bumblebee review? They're gonna be super quick. Aquaman, I had super low expectations, but it was really fucking fun. Better than Suicide Squad? Yes. I can't believe it. 
It's way better than Tim's. What was your... I know you put a list of your... What's it like? Um... Uh, I think I, it was. I'll, I'll talk. I'll talk a lot while you find your list. But you basically put a list in Twitter for your favorite. Was it? Was it DC? DC yeah, it was DC. movies. And um, I'm, mm. I'm pretty sure it was pretty high. I don't. I don't think it, it was, was number third one. For him. Was it number third? Number third. Number, number three. Third. Um, Coming in hot. <laughs> uh, did you find it yet? No. <laughs> I'm running out of. What's your list? For DC. For DC. DC universe. For me, Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman, Aquaman, uh, uh, Wonder Woman, Suicide, Justice League. Well, I haven't seen them all, what but from the seen? ones I haven't seen, fuck, actually, yes, I have. Never mind. I haven't seen Aquaman. That's it. Yeah, no, I, I forgot I've seen Justice League already, but it's it's super forgettable. So it's probably one of my last ones, probably number four, but number one. Probably... BBS? Maybe. BBS still holds up. Yeah. I rewatched it again the other day, so good. I mean... I, I watched I, the super extended version, though. I think the only thing that really pissed me off was just Martha in, in Batman v Superman. Yeah, but if you... You know, you have to take out one flaw of every movie. Well, it's a big one, because he was about to die. It's a dumb flaw. It's yeah, a very, it's, very dumb flaw. Like, yeah. you could have done it any other way and we would have been happy. Yeah, just any beef it out. Way. Just beef it but, out. Just but if you punch just, each other till you're tired. But if literally you just take out that one word, the movie's excellent. I posted the Maybe. list in the chat about the Twitter. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> like, but I think Man of Steel is still better just because Man of Steel Man of Steel is probably number two in my list. What's number one? I just said Call it. Oh, BBS? Yeah. And Wonder Woman has to be three. Over Suicide Squad? Oh, dude, Suicide Squad. I don't like Suicide Squad. Just, oh, sorry. I, I, the tires. I never catch you, yeah. yeah. Alright, so what's your list? Uh, Batman v Superman, Men of Steel, uh, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Now it's between Suicide Squad and Justice League for you. Yeah, those are probably just one. If we're, we'll probably put them in <laughs> the tied and last. Yeah. They'll, they'll stay in four until I, I watch Aquaman, I think. I was, I'm Man of Steel first, BVS second. Wonder Woman third, Justice League four, Suicide Squad five. That's funny how we know that Wonder Woman's for sure three. <laughs> Wait, is this like based off like your favorite personal ability? likings? Yeah, personal likings. Yeah. Okay, then my my list would be different. But the one that I showed you guys is quality wise. So for oh, me, quality. Yeah, for quality wise, me, I I said Wonder Woman. Define quality. What do you mean quality? Just like good storytelling. More money or no, 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 not more money, but like the good story storytelling. Really okay. Good. Yeah. Um, Wonder Woman, Man of Steel, Aquaman, Batman vs. Superman, Justice League, whatever other movies come out, and then at the very end it's going to be Suicide okay, Squad. Okay, I, I see the way you're rating it. Yeah. yeah just okay. quality. Yeah. What's but your, if, if, if what's it were favorite? like me, like, it would have to be Man of Steel, Aquaman. Oh, wow. Uh, I would say Batman vs. Superman, Wonder Woman, Justice League. And then some other movies, and then Suicide Squad at the end. Jared Leto's turning over in his weirdo grave right now. All right, uh, Aquaman review. You never really finished. Oh, I was. It was fun. Nice. I don't want to like spoil too much. No, don't. Just uh, how was on a scale of one to ten? Where's it at? One to ten. I one to ten it, brackets. <laughs> I would give it a seven point two. Seven point two brackets. Yeah. Uh, I would suggest. Is it better a than Avengers One? 
No. Fuck no. No. Nothing's better than that. <laughs> no. Album. I just wanted to know where it was. I didn't even like, see it. I'm all, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> I would suggest going to the theater to watch it. Really? I heard there's one really good scene. But a matinee show. Yeah, don't pay a full price. Yeah, don't pay a full price. Okay. Go to a matinee show. It's very beautiful. Like, James Wan does a fuck. really good job at just creating images. Yeah. But sometimes those images keep lingering on. You're just like, okay, let's get to the story. But it's yeah. still so... It's James Wan is a, one of the best directors of our time. Even if he doesn't do like a 100% really? rating movie. Is he though? I think so. He's not better than Zack Snyder is. We'll see. I enjoy Zack it. Snyder has two movies above your movie, by the way. In the, oh, no, in the DC that. universe? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. But, but you like Conjuring a lot too, though. Yeah, Conjuring, okay. Saw... True, true. Saw's really good. All right, uh, Bumblebee right. review. Bumblebee. I think it's the best Transformer movie. Yeah. Oh, the last night was pretty terrible. What? I'm literally disagreeing with you. The last night was god awful. Oh, the last night. I was like last night. I'm yeah. like, what happened last night? I wasn't hanging out with you. Last I, night. I, I, I didn't hate it. I still haven't seen it. Really? Last yeah, the last night. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't hate it. I thought it was watchable. Should I watch it? Oh, you haven't seen it? No. It's on Hulu, so I can watch it. Yes, you should watch it. It's not going to be better than Bumblebee. Okay. But I, I I enjoyed it. I mean, you got Dino... Yeah. Whatever the fuck. So, the one thing I will say about Bumblebee is that it's not completely action-packed. So, there's, like, your initial action scene at the very beginning, and then, like, most of the movie is Bumblebee hanging out with a girl and just kind of, like... Which is the best part of the first Transformers, too. Them sharing their moments. Yeah. And then there's just a final action scene. That's good. Which kind of, like... You... Yeah. I see that. Whereas, like, I, I feel... Even with the first Transformers, <laughs> it was, like, they had their little bit of moment, but then it was, like, all right, let's keep... Yeah. Action, more action, action, scene, action, action, action scenes. It's still one of my favorite Transformers movies, but I think Bumblebee does kind of beat it. Weird. Mm. All right. Okay. Well, and, and it's something that a lot of people have been asking for a while. It's just a solo Bumblebee. Yeah. Even I mean, it's not gonna be solo, but it's more of a yeah direct, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. The one thing that still bothers me is the whole radio voice. I I liked it the, in the first movie, but then the, the when they brought it back for the second movie, it was just like mm-hmm. it's not, it's not what I want. Yeah. And then yeah. They did it in this movie, and I'll just say it 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 starts pretty early on, so the rest of the movie you just watch him not talk. Um, but other than that, yeah. Good movie. I would actually suggest paying full price. Okay. Damn. That's a good review system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> full price, IMAX, uh, matinee, two dollar Tuesdays, or or Redbox, Net- Redbox or Netflix. Redbox. That's a good mm-hmm. rating system. There we go. Um, Kevin Spacey had a weirdo trailer to sure offer himself back into Hollywood, I think. And my only argument to listen to him is that some director out there is going to give him a job eventually. Oh, no, yeah. Eventually, he's going to get a job again. Because they're going to they're gonna make money because it's controversy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, let's just say that like we are creating a movie and we're trying to find a star who can be the bad guy in a movie and we say, Kevin Spacey, we'll pay you so-and-so money. He's going to come back and do it. Oh, yeah, of course. Because we want, like, we're desperate for a star. Nobody else is going to be in our movie. Somebody's going to do it. And people will watch it. People are going to watch it. And everybody gets, everybody wants the redemption story. As much as we can complain about dark stuff people do, everybody loves a redemption story. As dark as what he is, did, still not as bad as Harvey Weinstein. I mean, it's it's the par. With the little kid. The kid was 18. The kid was 14. I thought it was an 18-year-old boy. Oh, that was the most recent one. 
Oh, there was a 14 year old too? Yeah. Alright. Wasn't there a 17 year old also? Was it a 17 year old? Allegedly. We're making up stories now, who knows? Yeah. Anyways, he's a, he, has a, he has a checkered past for sure, but. Yeah. But. I don't know. We let Robert Downey Jr. be Iron Man, like, keep it real. But he just did drugs. No, but he's. But no, no, but he slept in his neighbor's kid's bed. He was so fucked up, he climbed into his kids, his neighbor's kids' room and fell asleep on their bed. Bro. Did he do anything? No, but I'm just saying, like, you're, how, how close are you, though? I mean, but it's Iron Man. I would... <laughs> yeah, now it's Iron Man. You're talking about heroin Iron Man of the 90s. I'm just saying, you're gonna let that guy back in, like, we gotta, we gotta have a little bit of patience with people. Let's Maybe. not get into this yeah, talk. Right, I'm just saying, alright. Uh, <laughs> the Us trailer from Jordan Peele. Uh, Mbaku's in it, uh, Lupita Nyong'o's in it. It's gonna be so good. I'm I so think, excited. I think it's gonna be one of his best movies. He only has two movies. Exactly. Nailed it. Uh, <laughs> do you have any take on Us trailer? The only thing I'm gonna be doing is getting into that theater. What? Because his other movie was Get Out, but I'm getting in. Got it. Hey. I don't think I've seen the trailer. Okay. Should, should you watch it really quick and then... It's a two-minute trailer. You can watch it. Um, I, I started watching The Outlaw King on Netflix, the Chris Pine movie. It okay. takes place... Um, it's, not a, it's not a sequel to Braveheart, but it's yeah. essentially that, that universe where the Scots were just defeated in that war and now it's the remnant. So it's kind of like 300 Part 2 yeah. where you had the big battle and now this is like the repercussions. Completely different universe, different directors, all that kind of stuff, but essentially the same timeline and it's based on a true story. Um, Chris Pine is actually really good so far in the movie. I'm like an hour and a half. There's only like a half hour left. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of other stars in that movie from like the 300 universe, the Troy, um, Game of Thrones, the character who plays uh, Jordan Mormont is in it as Chris Pine's father in the movie. Uh, Stannis Baratheon's in it as the king of England. Like there's a lot of characters who you see familiar faces in. And the same thing with Troy I just watched this week too. Um, I wish we had another movie like Troy that had the fight scene with Eric Bana and Brad Pitt, like the stakes of that battle, because I was watching that this week, and I was like, we haven't seen this in a while. Like, it's it's really so emotional. Mm-hmm. Like, you you want both characters to win. As much as Achilles is an asshole, like, you still, when he gets killed at the end of the movie, you're like, fuck, he was so cool, though. Like, you yeah. just, it's it's one of those movies that I wish they could recreate, like, that that story, and it's it's uh, it's a classic. So, Outlaw King, I'm almost done with it, but it's, it's very good. I recommend it. Definitely a, definitely a, Decent watch. Um, sports, sports, sports. NFL playoffs start next week. I'm excited. It's, it's the first year in the NFL playoffs where I think that any team can win. Are the charges in? They were in two weeks ago. They already guaranteed their spot. Okay. Where the only difference is if they win this weekend, they uh, have a bye in the first round, which is super helpful because then you have one less chance of losing. Um, so we'll see how that goes. I was like, I don't nice. know what he just said. But, but hey, this is the first year, and I can say this confidently, this is the first year in the playoffs where I feel like any team could win out of the 12 that are in it. Okay. Which usually is that a good thing? Or it's a fantastic thing. No, that, no. What what I mean is that is it because teams that were lower or like less skilled? I don't know how to mm-hmm, rate a, mm-hmm. a, a team. Um, is it because now they have better players, or because better teams lost better or good players? I think it's a little bit of both. Okay. There's there's one elite team. New Orleans this year looks very very good. Um, the Rams have looked very, very good from time to time, and the Chargers look very, very good as well. You know what? Here, let, let, let me do you a solid. How do you defy a team? G- give us an explanation for me and, and, and the producer who know nothing about what you're talking about right now, okay. and we're just nodding. 
Uh, how do you rate a team like at the beginning of? Because I'm just gonna be saying five footballs out of ten. Well, n- not only that, but like let's say, it teaches how to fish. That's what okay. I'm basically trying to trying to say. So how do you define if okay this year this team is gonna be the fucking slap of 2019? Okay, like, how do so you, I how do, do that you... every year in the preseason. I run around everywhere I hang out, uh-huh. friends, family, co workers, and I say, who do you think is gonna win the championship this year? And the way that I judge it is who has the best coach. Okay. That's like five points in the pool. So you, you know when you have those charts that say like you have like you can build a team for twenty dollars, five dollar players, four dollar players, three dollar players, two dollar players. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. Best coach always gets a nod. So to me, the Patriots have the best coach. Then it's who's the best quarterback. There's only like ten great quarterbacks in the league. Everybody's capable. Everybody's a phenomenal athlete. But there's there's some players who are head and shoulders above. So there's about ten of those players. There's about five good coaches. Then it's who's the best defense. Another big chunk. And to me, long, like putting those together and having a good coach who can c- continue to win is what, what I look for. What's really good this year is there's teams that had good defenses last year that now have good quarterbacks as well. Oh. There's teams who had great defenses last year that have a good coach as well and had some bad luck last year. Mm-hmm. So like the Saints this year were defeated in the playoffs last year by the team that won the championship. The Patriots last year lost in the championship. So those teams are going to be around some more. Mm-hmm. The Chargers came up last year after being, you know, taking a lot of tough losses and barely missing the playoffs. Now they're guaranteed a playoff spot so early in the season because they played so well. So there's a lot of teams that took that step forward, and like the Patriots have taken a step back. The okay, Rams, I see what you're the saying. Rams were like the favorite in the preseason. Now they've taken a step back. So mm-hmm. every team is kind of on an even kind of playing a little field. Leveled out. Okay. Yeah. I see Whereas in the, in the past it was like it's either going to be the Patriots or the Seahawks. Okay. So now there's legit so ten teams. So there's play. potentially for better, better games throughout. Every the game season. will be better. Okay. Yeah, you don't have one powerhouse team, so it's really fun. Okay. Um, and then the UFC last night was legit. Had one of the biggest wins in UFC history. There's this fighter by the name of Chris Cyborg. She's this uh, oh, yeah, giant Brazilian chick. I've, we've seen her in your house before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's never lost before. She's fought for ten years. And she's fighting against the girl who beat Ronda Rousey. She's fighting against the girl who ended Misha Tate's career. Two of the best fighter, female fighters in UFC history. And Amanda Nunez was the last person Ronda fought, was the last person Misha Tate fought. So this chick is an absolute badass. She beat Chris Cyborg in less than a minute. Punched her face in. And Chris Cyborg has never taken a loss. So the whole world is like, Amanda Nunez is the best of all time. Like, she's beaten the three hands down best fighters of all time for females like for the longest time 10 years ago when you said who was the best female fighter it was either ronda or chris cyborg mm-hmm. and nunez just t- tanked them both in like three years so nunez is the truth now she's looks like the unbeatable champion of all time and she can win up a weight class to do it so now she has two belts oh wow so that was amazing didn't ronda just like move to the wwe instead yeah mm-hmm. wow yeah she uh she had i wonder if she's making i don't think she's I, making more money uh, i bet you she is you think she's making more money than the Because UFC? people are tuning in to watch WWE every week to see Ronda. You're only fighting once or twice a year with the UFC. You know what I mean? But it's... You, you're... What I'm trying to say is that WWE is free, and you got to pay to watch Ronda at the UFC. Yeah. Which is a big difference yeah, maybe. in, you know? So, maybe. I don't know. I don't I, I'd, I'd assume if she went to the WWE, they didn't make it a hard sure, decision for her. I'm pretty sure you know we were... Call Joe Rogan. He knows. Yeah, he knows. yeah for sure. Um, and then John Jones Happy came back this week. He, uh, he's like the, uh, again, like this dude who's never lost. He's like, his only loss is on a no contest, which is considered like he won, but it's not really a win. Um, he's 
just got tested positive for steroids again, and they still let him fight anyway. And the only guy who's ever given him a fit in a fight, anybody who's ever challenged him is Alexander Gustafson, who he fought last night, and John beat him in three rounds pretty handily. So now they're begging Daniel Cormier to come back, who I've, we've mentioned on this podcast before. He's the only guy who Daniel Cormier has lost to. Uh-huh. Right, John Jones is the only person who's beat Daniel Cormier. So now they're begging him to come back again. Anyway, sports time. It was awesome. We should hire somebody to just come in for the sports section. <laughs> My two minutes aren't over fast enough, I know. Uh, I think I think that's it. Oh, no Game of Thrones trailer yet. Season's four months away. We have the fake trailer that was basically the, the board, the Dragonstone board burning. I'm okay with no trailer. Me too. I don't need one, but I, I, think, I still want one. <laughs> well, the, they had a lot of anger from fans last last year when the one of the one of the pictures was a a ice dragon remember one of the posters before the the show started was an ice dragon it was the night king riding the i didn't see that i saw it and Thank God there I was didn't see there that. was a lot of people pissed yeah no i think it came out by like the second episode second episode they had a poster i would have been pissed if i saw yeah, that yeah so i think they're they're Keeping it a little closer to to when it's gonna release, and especially if you got movie it's long. Four months out. That's what's crazy about it right now. If you have movie long episodes, a lot of things are gonna happen. So I don't think they they really want to spoil as much. If you get a trailer, you're probably gonna get a trailer of like episode one. Well, what's what's one thing that's good about this universe, and the same thing that's good about the Avengers trailer or lack thereof for you two, is that a trailer for Avengers four is is not gonna get somebody in for their first movie. Nobody's gonna see the Avengers four trailer and be like, I gotta see this movie. Yeah. They've already watched the other mm-hmm. fifteen movies. No, so, no. Game of Thrones season eight. Anybody who's watching a trailer for season eight already is invested in watching season eight. Nobody's gonna be like, I don't know if I'm gonna see what's mm-hmm. gonna happen. Yeah. Like you're already there. You're yeah. gonna be there Sunday night. Like let's just do it. So on that end, it does make sense. But I just it feels like we're getting really really close to to April when the season starts and we still haven't seen anything. So it's interesting. I hope they don't release a trailer. They will, because it's... I'll I hope they release something. Like, maybe, I don't know, their faces, like, in a room or something, or they're something, like, bullshit, like, don't tell me anything. Well, they did. They, they showed the, the Dragonstone table burning. So there was the Dragonstone table, like, in, uh, in Dragonstone, but essentially where Khaleesi's hanging out, the big-ass table is literally burning from one end and freezing from the other, and it meets in the middle. And you see the the lion logo they, for the. Um, they just told me everything, man. Exactly. No, I'm just kidding. You but, see, you see the wolf logo freeze, and you see the lion turn on fire, and you're like, "Oh, uh, okay, that's yeah. kind of dope." Which is for anybody who's like overanalyzing, like me, is like, does that mean that they're gonna burn down the Lannisters? Like, what are we doing? Yeah, yeah. Game of Thrones will get me. I'm such a nerd. Okay, I think we're good. I'm exhausted. Okay, well, thank you for tuning in, and we'll catch you next week. Pirates versus Avatar. I'm so excited to watch Avatar again. Yeah, me too. Pirates is still so good too, but by the way, uh, Netflix already knows this episode's coming because they took off Pirates 1. Are you fucking kidding I me? I swear to God, I looked for it last <laughs> night because I was going to watch it last night and it wasn't on there. Wow. That's why I watched Lord of the Rings instead. We're going to make our own platform. We'll, we'll call it... The Bracket. Don't try to... The Bracket Streaming. Podflix. Podflix? Podflix. Yeah, I think that's already something. All right, see you next right. week.